welcome back to another episode of the No Assist Podcast. Um, I'm your host, Matt Magoob. And yeah, I guess we could just jump right into it. Um, today, this episode, I want to talk about. If I want to start, I'm talking about the draft. I know it's been a what, like two or three weeks since it happened, but uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna just start by saying I'm an Oklahoma City Thunder fan, so the draft is a big thing. Um, just for that team, for us in general as a fan base, and um. So it's something I always follow, something I'm always excited about. Um, let's just talk about the draft winners and what I think are the draft winners and what I think are the draft losers. Um, so starting off, Paulo went to Orlando, which was quite honestly it was kind of crazy. I didn't, I thought they were for sure taking Jabari from all the reports I was seeing and stuff. Uh, okay, so he got their guy. We got Chet. You know, I, I don't know. I wanted Jabari, but I think Chet'll work. Who else did we get? We went and got the Osman Jang from France. Uh, we got uh, Jalen, two Jalen Williams. One's a guard from Santa Clara and one's a big from Arkansas. I think that was a really good draft for the Thunder. I, I don't know. I give that like B, B plus, A minus. Uh, I think it was good. We addressed some needs. We got a wing. I was all in. I was worried about guests getting wings. And just like guards who can create, and we got we got that in Jalen Williams. I think he's a good player. Um, who else? I think Detroit did a good job in getting Jaden Ivey. He said he didn't want to go to Sacramento, so they just they took uh, Keegan Murray, which I think is also a good pick. I think he fits. They just played a summer league game, and he had like twenty six. Shot the ball well. Was moving off of it well. Showed a little bit of creation off the dribble. So I think that was a good pick for them. I think he fits. I was worried about them taking the best available instead of looking at uh, team fit. And if they would have took best available, it would have been Jaden Ivey, which makes no sense. Because to me, he's kind of like De'Aaron Fox in the way that he plays. So having two of them, I, I don't know why they would do that. Who else? Jabari went to Houston. That's a good fit. Spurs. I think them taking Sochan. And who else did they take? I thought they had a pretty good draft. They took Sochan, Malachi Branham. They got Blake Wesley. And they got Kennedy Chandler. So they did a great, I think that was a really good draft. They got a long, lengthy defender in Sochin. They got some wing guys in Branham and Wesley. And then they got a point guard in Chandler, who, which they need now that um, now that they traded DeJounte away. So that's pretty good. Chicago picking Dalen Terry. I think that was good. They needed a guy like him. He's kind of like Desumu in that he can fill up some needs and do some different things when uh, DeMar and Zach are on the court with him. Uh, Cleveland, they had a good draft. They took. Ochai, Habaji. Well, that's pretty much it. I think that's the only good pick they had. Uh, they got Isaiah Mobley, who's the brother of Evan Mobley. I think he's uh, versatile. He's a steal at, in the second round. Uh, Wendell Moore to Dallas, I think, was a good one. He's a, he's like a, he's listed at a small forward, but when he was at Duke, kind of like their backup point guard, even though he started. He was, he had a lot of playmaking um, responsibilities, and I think that is very valuable for Dallas. Getting a wing guy who can do that instead of just a spot-up guy. So, yeah, I think that was a good pick for them. Uh, Houston, along with Jabbar, they took Tari Eason, who's a guy that I thought OKC should have took. A big fan of him. He's like Herb Jones, but a better offensive threat, I think. Um, Indiana got Andrew Nembhard, Benedict Matherin, and Hugo Besson. I think that was a great draft. Uh, getting Andrew, is I think he's a steal. He's the steal of the draft for me. Benedict is a great pickup. 
Um, these guys can just come in and just win guys who can score. Andrew's a just a big point guard who makes great decisions, great reads. So, yeah, these guys are all good pickups, honestly. Um, losers of the draft. Uh, I don't know why the Clippers took Musa Diabite. I guess you kind of just have to draft somebody. So, um, Lakers taking Max Christie, I guess. I don't know about that one, though. What else have we got? Uh, David Roddy to Philly. It doesn't really make sense to me. Considering you have Tobias, you have uh, Matisse. Who else do they have? I think they still have Danny Green. Christian Coloco went to Toronto. I guess that makes sense. But he's not like a, I don't know, he doesn't have any guard skills. He's just really just a big. He's like an undersized five. So uh, I like Charlotte. They traded away Jalen Duren to Detroit when they kept Mark Williams and Josh Manel. I like that one. Uh, Celtics took J.D. Davison. I guess that's okay. It doesn't really matter. Brooklyn didn't have anything. A.J. Griffin, Ryan Rollins, who I think was traded to Golden State. But A.J. Griffin is a good pickup for them, I think. Golden State did a great job, honestly. They got um, Patrick Baldwin, Ryan Rollins, and Guy Santos or Guy Santos. So I think these are good picks, man. Um, uh, yeah, just, just that was the 2022 draft and just my thoughts on each team's picks. I'm a big fan of what the Thunder were able to do this uh, draft. Getting four guys. We even got Peyton Watson, who was traded to Denver, I think. But we got, we still have four guys, though. We got Jalen Williams, Oshiman Dang, who is a, um, they said he was, uh, like, a, Paul George was his mentor, and he loved, he was a big fan of Paul George, so I'm excited to see how he can develop. Next thing I want to talk about is the early dial favorite. I know that we are in July, and the summer league hasn't really kicked off in full effect but i do want to make some predictions i think that i think that the clippers are a big favorite not a favorite but i think their odds shoot up i think warriors are up there i think milwaukee's still up there celtics of course and then like i said in the last episode i think that uh, minnesota is a dark horse not to make a title run but i think they're a dark horse let me just go down the list and why i think that um well the warriors of course they defending champs they didn't really lose much they lost some bench guys but i think Getting Dante DiVincenzo, that was a good signing. That was a huge pickup. Veteran, who's a cha- he's a winning, he's a winning guy. He won like two. <coughs> Excuse me, he won two national titles in college, and then won a ring with Milwaukee in twenty twenty one. So he's a winning guy. Um, great role player. Uh, who else? Uh, I think that's the only thing so far. But they have some guys. They still have Kuminga. They still have Moses Moody. They got Jordan Poole. All these guys to come off the bench. So, I think they're fine, honestly. They didn't really lose too much. They did lose Otto Porter. But other than that, they didn't really lose too much. Oh, they did lose Gary Payne, too. But, uh, like I said, other than that, they haven't lost too much. Um, the Clippers, with if it's this is really just depends if they stay healthy. You know, I hope they do. But if they do, it's kind of, it'll be a hard team to beat. Just looking at that roster from top to bottom. Um, Milwaukee is Milwaukee. Chris Middleton was hurt, but if he comes back, I think they'll be fine. They think it's a running back team. They just haven't. They just got hit with an injury bug. Um, Not bug, but they got. Chris Middleton got hurt. Um, What else did I say? Boston, with their pickup so far. That team looks scary. Getting Brogdon and Gallinari. And filling up some holes right there where you need some playmaking. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. You know, those teams are scary to me. I don't want to. Everybody always says Lakers, but it's because they have LeBron. But I don't know. 
I'm hearing talks of them getting really close to sending Russ to um, Brooklyn for Kyrie. I don't know. That's just, just those three guys. Not those three, but AD and Kyrie don't stay on. They don't stay on the floor, bro. So, I just, I don't know. Like, I, there's, I, I, I don't want to get my hopes up high with them, and I never will because the, just knowing those two guys the last few seasons, they haven't been able to stay healthy. So, it's been pointless to kind of just – Get your hopes up. But, yeah, I want to move on to the Knicks offseason now. Um, I don't know. The Knicks are weird, bro. They banked it. They moved so many pieces just to get uh, Jalen Brunson. Signed him to a 110 mil deal. That is insane, bro. I mean, he's a great—I I like Jalen Brunson. I'm a big fan of Jalen Brunson's game. But what, bro? Who did they move? I don't, I don't even remember. But I know they traded their draft pick away. They came out of the draft with nothing. So, like, what? What is? What are you doing, bro? Oh, actually, they they got Trevor Keels. That's who they kept. But other than that, bro, what is? What are you doing? Like, what are the Knicks doing, man? It's just who? Like, I don't know. They're just they don't know how to run a franchise. They're banking on Jalen Brunson, and watch Julius Randle. Watch Julius Randle have a bad year again. Bro, I'm literally speechless. I don't even know what to say. This team is so freaking weird. Yeah, they signed Jalen Brunson to a huge deal. You get rid of all these guys to free up space to sign him. You've got RJ. You've got Fournier. You've got... I think they got rid of Nerlens. They got Mitchell. They got Julius. Yeah, I don't know. They just confused me on their offseason. Besides that, I mean, Knicks are a laughingstock. They're a laughingstock of the league. Honestly, they're a team. Other since the since they got exposed by the Atlanta Hawks, they've kind of just been not even way before that. But I think that really put the nail in the coffin for me, at least. Next thing I want to talk about is college favorites, title favorites. Um, I'm a big Florida State fan, so. But I want to be realistic in this and say that Florida State will win it all. But um, so this is just some some top ten teams. Way too early. Got North Carolina, Gonzaga, Houston, Kentucky, Duke, Kansas, Creighton, Baylor. UC- I like what Creighton's doing. This uh, I like what Creighton's doing. Baylor, UCLA, Arkansas. UCLA, they have Jaime Jaquez coming back and basically running that team back without Johnny Juzang. Duke has a bunch of four-star, five-stars coming in, which not even worried about it because they never really do anything. Um, Kansas has a five-star and Grady Dick. Some other guys coming in, too. That's a pretty scary team. Kentucky has Oscar coming back. Gonzaga. I think North Carolina is it, bro. If they... They don't even have to play this, the way... That, they don't even have to have a great regular season. But if they f- click if they click at the right moment like they did this year... Like, they should have won that this year. But it was just a horrible second half. Can you just have their number in the second half? Mainly Remy Martin, but... UNC is the scariest team, I think. They have Caleb Love, who can... He is very streaky, but he can go get a bucket at times. Um, RJ Davis. RJ? Is it RJ? Ari? Whatever it is. Their point guard. He is crazy. I'm a big fan of him. Baycott coming back. They did lose Brady Manick, and one of their bench guys who got hurt. He's from Marquette. I forgot his name, but he transferred out, too. So they did lose some pieces there, but their three main guys are back. They got Cam Johnson, Puff Johnson, Cam Johnson's little brother. He's still there. 
Um, I think they got some guys coming in too. Yeah, that team looks good, man. I think them. Them, of course, Lord State. Um, I don't know, Gonzaga, uh, they lost Nemhard. They Drew Timmy came back. Um, Strat, Strother came back. Oh, Kansas did. Uh, Jalen Jalen Wilson did come back. So, Trace Trace Jackson Davis returned. This dude has been flirting with the end of NBA for like his whole career. Marcus Sasser returned to Houston. Hunter Dickinson came back. Hawkins, like I said, Wilson, like I said, Zach Eady returned to Purdue. Mike Miles, I think he has a big year this year. He needs one. That guy is one of my favorite players in college basketball. Um, yeah, so uh, pretty much sums up that. North Carolina is my favorite to win it. So if you guys have any um, underrated duos you want to talk about, just uh, tweet me. Follow my Twitter, by the way. Just a little self-shameless plug. At... Ahmed Magoob, Ahmed M. Magoob, A-H-M-E-D-M-M-A-H-G-O-U-B underscore. And uh, let me say that again. A-H-M-E-D, two M's, M-M-A-H-G-O-U-B underscore. So, uh, yeah, if you just have anything you want to say, follow my Twitter, you know, let me know. What do you think about this one? So, yeah, that's pretty much been it for this episode. Um, Just wanted to get on here and talk about a few couple of things that are just on my mind today yeah that's been episode two of the no assist podcast um your host amanda goob thank you for listening i hope you enjoyed and uh yeah share this with a friend you think might like it um with that being said i'm out